Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Black Expats from All Over the World with Tasha Pierre and Chartez Wiley. I'm Tasha Pierre, and welcome and Happy New Year, everyone. I know we're already into the middle of February, so this year is going by quick, I tell you. (laughs) I was just telling Chartez the other day, I'm like, you know what, we got to get caught up. We have a few things that we have... um, in place for this year and we hadn't even started yet well I'm not gonna say we haven't started but you know everything's coming along slowly but surely because I'm as a lot of you know you know we did relocate to Japan from um, Alaska so we were in Alaska for two years and previously before that we were in um, Europe Germany to be exact for uh, six years so you know uh, these last I'd say ten years We've been moving a lot. So, um, yeah, we're here in Japan and we're going to be here for a while. You know, um, looking at it, it could be up to um, seven years. So, you know, so at least we'll be able to set our roots down here for a while. But um, that takes me to another point. Um, I was reached out by some of our listeners requesting um, 10 things that I like about Japan. And um, I said, you know what? I think I can go ahead and um, talk about that now. We've been here for uh, three months now. It's going on three months. So we've gotten a lot of things done in these three months that we've been here. And thank God that I researched a lot. So when I got here, you know, I was pretty, I wasn't surprised by a lot of things. You know, I watched a lot of YouTubers, listened to podcasts. So I got a lot of information and a lot of the information that was given to me was correct. So that's good, you know, so These YouTubers and these podcasts, they're very informative. They're able to give you information, you know, before you go ahead and move somewhere or go somewhere. So you'll have an idea and you won't be surprised. But I'm going to go ahead and get started. Um, I'm going to go ahead and discuss 10 things that I like about Japan. And this is my own decisions. You know, I'm, I'm coming out with my views of what I've seen so far. And you know what? I think a lot of them are pretty accurate because like I said earlier, you know, I've watched a lot of YouTubers that are here. I'm in Okinawa, Japan. So I'm on the island. I'm not in Tokyo on the mainland. So um, the YouTubers that I did watch, a lot of stuff that they said, the key points, they were on point. So I'm going to go ahead and let you know. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with the weather. You know, we got here <sighs> the beginning of December. My, um, command leadership they wanted me to get here in December why I don't know because I was like you know what I was on the fence of starting after the new year you know because I wanted to go ahead and just you know get things done but you know we came to an agreement so we got here uh, probably I'd say about a week and a half before Christmas so we were right there smack dab in the middle during the holidays Um, when we got here the weather was about high 50s uh, low 60s and I was really surprised you know it is the tropical weather but um, a lot of the locals told me they were like this is not normal during this time of year so don't get used to it they said this year is totally different you know we've gotten a lot of cooler weather you know during the winter time they said during this time usually it's in the high 60s and low 70s but um, it's been raining a lot you know it's been kind of cool but the sun has been out these last few weeks so that was just like the first week and a half two weeks we got here I got really sick, you know, and I think a lot of it had to do with the change of climate because I came from Alaska and we lived up in the mountains in Alaska and it was cold there where we came from. Um, It was actually in the high um, negatives before I left. So you do the math. When we got here, then coming to the tropical weather, I hadn't been sick like this. I think I was sick for two and a half, three weeks, to be honest. And I hadn't been sick like that in a while. But the weather's nice. You know, we are on an island, you know, and we've lived in Hawaii. It kind of reminds me of um, Hawaii. And um, actually, 
believe it or not, I'll get into that. They mimic Hawaii a lot. A lot of the foods in Hawaii they have here on the island, a lot of the things that they do, you know, they mimic Hawaii. It's like the little Hawaii is what they call it. So I, I can see that, you know, with us living in Hawaii and me being familiar with Hawaii, you know, we stayed on um, on Oahu. So um, it is pretty familiar, but the weather is nice. You know, you're on an island. What more can you ask for? You know, yes, you're going to get rain. Sometimes you may get wind, you know, um, they do have typhoons. So, you know, we haven't had that, but that happened like, what was it? They said four months prior to us getting here, they had a bad one this year. So, and that's during, um, I think they said August, September during those months. So I'm prepared for those, but, um, the weather's nice. You know, I have no complaints, especially coming from Alaska. And then we stayed in Germany for over six years. So that weather was kind of gloomy. Sometimes it wasn't as bad. You know, we had our four seasons, but here, um, it's pretty nice year round from what I see. So that's so far, you know, the weather, I really like it. So if you are deciding to come here, you know, just come in the evening. It does get a little cool, but I heard in August, we hadn't been here in August. They said it's scorching hot. They want us to have humidifiers in all parts of the house because they said you can get mold a lot, especially during the summertime. And we have to keep our air conditioners at a certain level between 20 and 25. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But we lived in Vegas, too, in the state. So, you know, we dealt with that heat, you know, and that was that dry heat. So when I lived in Florida, that was that humidity. So I'm going to see. I'm going to see in August how you compare. But I heard it's scorching hot, so I'm going to be getting prepared for that. But it's island weather. You come to Okinawa, Japan, expect the, um, you know, just expect the unexpected. It could rain one day. You could have sunshine, you know, but it is beautiful. You know, we're surrounded by water. So the weather's nice. Um, and that takes me into number two. Um, I'm going to talk about safety here. It is one of the safest places, I say. And we've visited over 50 countries and counting, to be honest. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I see little kids in the evening walking up and down the street. That's still in awe with me. And I've been here a few months. You know, I'm a mother and my kids are in college. No matter what, how old they are, they're still your babies. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I, that's one thing I take in consideration everywhere we go. I'm always trying to make sure that it is kid friendly and my kids are okay. Safety. It, the safety is wonderful. here. I've seen actually kids coming in by themselves to like McDonald's. We have McDonald's like right around the corner from my house, you know, and I know a lot of kids after school, they come in there with their backpacks and their uniforms and they're sitting in there talking. I've seen little boys, you know, they're coming across the street, you know, with their bikes you know, on a highway and people are stopping, you know, another thing, which I don't agree with that, but I heard that when I watched YouTube and a lot of people told me about it before I got here, the kids are walking up in, in the front and the back on the, in the cars. You know, we have these little small vans here, these little Japanese cars. Suzuki's are really popular here, Hondas. And I got a little Suzuki and you see the kids just sitting in the mom's lap in the front, no seatbelt and walking and running back and forth in the front. I don't agree with that because I still, I don't care where you are, it's still safety, but you know, um, I'm going to get into the traffic here and you'll see why in a way they do do that because the traffic here is not, I mean, it's, it's not bad at all. So I'm going to get into that, but I'm going to go in. That's one of my key points. So the traffic is really, um, it's at a minimal. It's not crazy like it is with us who are from the United States where you're like, oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, the safety here is wonderful. Um, I'm telling you, I've went to restaurants and I've sat down. The other night I was sitting down by myself actually after I did um, a little shop and I stopped to get me something to eat. This gentleman had his, um, his bag 
with his um, iPad and all his other stuff, wallet, he left it right there on the table and went to the bathroom and came back. You see that a lot, you know, because nobody's going to take it. And I've seen people where they've left their stuff, like a wallet or purse, and they've run up and take it to the manager. So it's a great safe place. You know, safety is really good here. So if you are coming here with family, it's a safe place. Okay, I'm going to go ahead, number three, the food. <laughs> I am a foodie. I'm a foodie, guys. My whole family's a foodie. so And we love sushi, so we're in the right spot. <laughs> and Spam Musubi. You know, we, we liked that when we were in Hawaii. Like I told you, this is like a little Hawaii. It's very popular here. Taco rice is a big thing here. I had saw that when I was researching before I came to. Basically, it's taco without the shell on top of rice. It's it's okay. You know, it depends on your taste buds. But there are so many different restaurants here, guys. When I say so many different restaurants, so many different restaurants. And there's and the food is, mwah, I tell you, especially we love Japanese food. So what more can you get in Japanese country? But um, the food is delicious. We, um, we went to this restaurant for CJ's birthday. His birthday's on New Year's. Um, and it was like, you know, where they bring the food to the table and you cook it. We had beef and chicken and, you know, vegetables. And we made that. And it was really good. And it was pretty cheap. That's going to be my next thing. That goes into um, actually cost efficient. Number four, Japan is cost efficient. And when I say you can um, get a lot for your buck here, you can. Um, that restaurant we went to, I mean, we had, like I said, steak and chicken and we had vegetables. It didn't come out to all of us to about, oh, I'd say about $30 if that. And when I say it was cuisine, the food was good. It was delicious, you know. Um, also on top of that, like I say, you know, the restaurant, the local restaurants, it's a, it's, it's a lot cheaper to go into the local restaurants. You know, we work for the government, so we can go on base and eat if we want to. But it's actually more expensive because the base does charge a little. I mean, we get a little discount, but it's still those American prices. So we prefer to eat off post. So we eat off post a lot. And um, they have a lot of these convenience stores like Lawson. That's our favorite store. You can get a full meal in there. We always get like, um, we'll get the Spam Musubi or um, we can get sushi for a little or nothing. They make the chicken in there, like grilled chicken. You can get it. You can get a full dinner out of a convenience store for a little. I mean, the other night I had got chicken. I think I got um, Spam Musubi and I think I got something else, a juice. That came out to probably like three dollars, you know, when we when I calculated in American dollars from yen. So it, it wasn't bad. It's very cost efficient. Even the activities here for families, you know, the activities are really cheap. You know, we went to only a couple of things. The kids are in college. They won't be back until the summer. So um, I'm trying to hold off. <coughs> excuse me until they get back so we can do a few more things together. But um, we're going to do a lot of traveling. Like I said, we're going to be here for a while. And I will go ahead and be documenting that. We are starting a YouTube channel like we had told you all earlier at the beginning of the year. It's in play. Uh, CJ graduates. Chartez, excuse me, we call him CJ in April. So I'm getting prepared for that. Um, and so we're going to go ahead and start that when he gets back. So we'll start making that YouTube channel. And we're going to be vlogging a lot, traveling, inviting individuals to our page. And it's it's going to be exciting. I'm really excited about it because I'm... Um, we're, we're really falling in love with Japan. He was here during the holidays. He enjoyed it. You know, he can't wait to come back, but had to go back because he got to graduate. So, but he'll be back after April and uh, we're going to start that YouTube channel. But yeah, we, um, it's, it's very cost efficient and that's going to go into travel. 
Number five is travel. I'll go ahead and talk about that since I was talking about travel. That's that's what I do love about. We were in Germany, as you all know, and, you know, we were centrally located near everything. And it was really cheap to travel. I mean, we did Ryanair and we'd get anywhere for like, which would equal out from euros to dollars, probably like round trip for a family of three by, we were three then. But um, I think I'd say some of our favorite destinations, like we went to Rome, the kids took me to Rome for my birthday. That came out to 300 euros round trip for all three of us. That was a special during December, my birthday. So it was really cheap there. And I see that here. I was looking at a lot of prices here with the tickets, you know, because we do plan on traveling a lot to Bali, you know, going to China, all the surrounding areas. We are going to be doing a lot of traveling. And I was looking at the tickets and about the same price as, as it was in Germany. You know, um, what I do is I travel off season. That's what I do. I'm very cost efficient when it comes to traveling. And a lot of people ask me, they're like, oh, my God, you probably spent an arm and a leg for that. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm budget mama. I've always been that way. What I do is I always plan six months, three to six months in advance. You know, we're going places. And sometimes like now we live in Asia, like when we lived in um, Europe, we stay gone for three to four days sometimes, especially like Tokyo is a two hour flight from here. So if we go to Tokyo, we're just going to spend probably three days at the most in Tokyo because we stay in that country. I can understand if you're in the States and you're traveling here, that's going to be about a week, two week trip because that's going to be what, 13 hour flight. So you're going to have to go ahead and decipher the time. And then on top of that, you know, give your body time enough to rest because you're going to be on the plane. So, but since we live here and we're going to be traveling here all throughout Asia, we do three to five days. Now, there will be trips like this summer we plan on going to Bali. We might be there for like four to five days because we want to do a little touring. So it just depends. It depends on the family. But um, yeah, I usually am very cost efficient when it's when it comes to traveling. And we can travel so much here in Asia, especially where we're located because we are centrally located here too, which I'm grateful for that. So we do plan on traveling a little more. We've been touring more on the island, trying to get to know more of the island. Um, Alexis is coming home during spring break in a couple of weeks because I left my dog in Alaska with one of my colleagues. So she's going to be bringing the dog. So we're going to do a little traveling here on the island. I'm going to revisit this, uh, the 10 things I like about Japan. So I can give you all a little more insight of, you know, as we travel and as we get throughout the country and see more things. And I'll bring that back. I'll probably be doing that a lot, especially on our YouTube channel, but I'll be doing it on the podcast too. But there are a lot of things to see, guys. I'm telling you. Um, I was watching, I think it was Forbes. <sighs> Don't get me wrong. I'll have to take a look at it and I'll go ahead and revisit that. But um, I read it today and it said that Japan is number one tourist spot for 2024. Um, it used to be London. Um, and then there was another place, but, um, they said a lot of tourists are deciding to come to Japan. And I was talking to my kids about that before coming here. I'm like, what's the big hoopla about Japan? I noticed within the past year, a lot of people were taking trips here, coming here. It's, it's, it's a big thing radar, you know, for the tourist spot. But, um, now I see actually after being here, it's, it's a lot to do. It's safe. It's beautiful. You know, um, the food is wonderful. So I can see why people do decide to come here. Um, and that takes me more to number six, um, friendly environment. It is very friendly, you all. When I say the Japanese are very respectful people, I, I, I can't say it enough. I, I really can't. Um, like I said, I did research before I came and I did see that, but I've seen it firsthand. So I can truly say and attest to that. Um, you know, especially they respect the elders, you know, they bow to their elders and even the elders, you know, I have it, um, an older lady stays across the street from me. She saw me and she bowed and they always say that you probably want to bow lower, you know, just to go ahead and acknowledge them. But, um, every time I go in a restaurant, the whole staff 
they go ahead and thank me and they all bow. It's just, and, and me and the kids at first when we did it, we were like, whoa, you know, this is, this is wonderful. They don't like tips. You know, I'm, I'm so used to, cause I get my nails, uh, I get a pedicure, manicure. That's something me and my daughter do every two weeks. You know, that's something I like to do. It's like my, it's therapeutic to me. And I'm always tipping, you know, my nail tech in the States. It's, they don't like that. They don't like that here. I mean, I do give it to mine. I gave it to her twice. And she, I mean, this last, the first time she was in surprise, but I went just actually, it was Saturday. I went Saturday here, which was probably Friday for a lot of people in the States because we're a day ahead of you all. It depends on where you are. But um, she was like, no, 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 no. I can't take that. I said, please. Because when I say she takes her time, that's another thing. You know, I'm so used to in the States, if you know, and I'm talking to the women and men too, because I know a lot of men go get pedicures and manicures as well. But you know, when we go in there, they're rushing because they're trying to get that money. They're going to do your nails, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes I've had to tell them, hey, slow down. And they've even cut my cuticles. Here, my daughter and I had to get used to that because we went during the holidays for the first time. It's going to take about two hours just to even do a, um, a feel. And you guys know in the States, ladies, when we get our feels, that takes no more than 45 minutes, 35 to 45 minutes, depending on your nail tech. Here, it's going to take an hour and a half to two hours. Do you know why? Because they're going to take their time. They're going to massage your hand. They're going to handle you with care. They also do it with the pedicure. I got lucky. I found a wonderful nail tech. It's right on the water. And as I'm getting my pedicure and my manicure done, oh my goodness, when I say it's therapeutic, I'm looking at the ocean. They're playing the soft music. They bring you water. They bring you candy. They make sure that they pamper you while you're getting that done, which is what we're supposed to do. And as Americans, you know, we're not used to that. You know, we're not used to that. You know, we're like always, oh my goodness, you know what? We got to rush, 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 rush. So we had to learn that because at first I'm like, wait, can she hurry up? It's taken her a long time. But um, I had to realize, I'm like, you know what? This is time for me to get pampered. So I need to calm down. So um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just wanted to throw that in there. It's, it's, they're very kind people, very respectful. Even on the um, highway, when we're driving on the freeway, you know, they'll sit up there. You're, you're saying to yourself, oh, my goodness. Um, you know, in the States, people are beep, beep. They're beeping the horn, rushing you. If you jump in front of someone, they have road rage. You don't get that here. People will literally, if they have ongoing traffic and on, you're coming incoming traffic, they're going to let you in. Even if you're in the middle of the street on the right side and they're on the left and you need to change lanes, you can stop in the street and they're going to let you over. When I say, and then beeping here is they say it's it's disrespectful. They taught us that when I um, took a class to get my international license. They were saying, do not honk at anyone. They don't honk. The streets are so quiet. When I say it's peaceful, it's safe. Oh my goodness. Yes, it is. It's a very friendly environment. And when I say you come here with a family, you're going to be taken care of. You are. And um, that's going to take me into, I'll go to number seven, which is family oriented. It's very family oriented. Like I said, as you know, you can see the kids walking on the street all time of night. I'm coming from work and I'm looking like in awe because I'm a mom, you know, we're, we're moms first and fathers first, you know? So I'm like, oh my goodness. And, you know, in the States, it's we're not going to let our kids be out there walking, you know, depending. I don't care where it is. I don't care. We've stayed in the suburbs. I still No, you're not going to be walking out there at night. You never know what's going to happen here. No, they know not, nothing's going to happen. You know, everything is calm. They know it's safe. Nothing's going to happen to their kids, you know. Um, and like I said, like I told you earlier, the gentleman who left his bag right there with his iPad and his wallet just went to the bathroom. I'm like. I literally was staring. I was trying to not stare, but I'm like, oh my goodness, 
he's leaving his wallet. But um, he knows nothing was going to happen. And the kids are very respectful to their elders. And like I told you earlier about, you know, the restaurants, they all thank you for coming to their restaurant. They thank you. And that's the way customer service should be. When you have people, especially customer service like that, you don't mind spending your money. You know what I'm saying? You do not mind. And my son told me this before we moved here. He said, Mom, Chartez did. He says, um, Japan has some of the longest living people. And I see why. Because you know why, guys? They don't worry. They don't stress like we do. We go, 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 go. Don't take a break. We don't, like I always say, and I've said this in a few podcasts in the past, we don't stop and smell the flowers or the roses. We're always going here they take their time. They live a simple life. And that's why they live long because stress will kill you guys. It will. And I'll tell you, I live, my home's pretty big. It's a pretty large home. And I stay in the city right on top of a hill. And that's what made me fall in love with the home. You can see the whole city from my bedroom. When I come home, that's one thing I love. You see nothing but the lights out my window in my bedroom. You know, I'll get a glass of wine and I have, um, a porch that goes all around upstairs in my home and also downstairs. So I'll go upstairs right outside my bedroom, have a glass of wine and just look at the lights. And I'm like, I'm grateful. Like I say, it's therapeutic. I thank God, you know, I take time to breathe and enjoy life, you know? Um, so I, I know one thing about this time here in Japan, I'm going to be able to just relax, you know, um, enjoy myself, you know, it's, it's very therapeutic, you know, and I can truly say that when I say that it's family friendly. If you have family that you want to bring here, younger kids, older kids, it's, it's a great place to come. We have a lot of things to do for family too. It's catered more. I see so many kids here to people with children. So you're going to find something to do with your kids, the beaches, they have parks. It's so many different things and it's safe. That's the main thing. Um, okay. I'm going to go ahead and go on to number eight. Number eight is dog friendly. Um, we are a dog family. We've had Nemo. I think I've no, I've mentioned him on a few podcasts before. Um, we've had him for 16 years. Uh, we had to leave him in Alaska, like I said earlier, because um, we had to get all his certificate. And it, it was something about the certificate. We had to wait. And it was like last minute. But we got that done. And um, I left him with one of my colleagues. So Alexis is picking him up for spring break and bringing him home. But um, it's very dog friendly. Now, it's not like Germany. Germany's very dog friendly as well. You go in the restaurants and dogs will be sitting on the floor. They don't do that here, which I'm glad because I don't believe in taking my dog <laughs> inside the restaurant. But a lot of people are walking up and down with their dogs. You see dogs on the car. They have the dog parks everywhere. They have, you know, um, kennels, you know, everything that's catered for dogs. So if you are a dog family, it's a very dog friendly community if you want to travel with your dog. We travel with our dog everywhere. So, you know, I'm pretty excited about that. He'll be here in two weeks. So I've gotten everything ready for him. I found some dog parks he's going to go to and we're going to have a good time. I miss my little buddy. You know, he's been around since the kids were little kids and my kids are in college now. CJ, Chartez is graduating. I keep saying CJ. That's what we call Chartez at home. <laughs> it's close friends. But um, Chartez is graduating in April and my daughter Alexis is a sophomore in college. So you do the math. We've had him 16 years. They were little kids. Alexis was four and Chartez was six. That's when we got him. So he's nobody but family. So he'll be here in a couple weeks and he's going to love it here. I tell you, I don't know if you heard it. I'm in my home office right now, 
But um, we have a dog across the street and all he does is bark, 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 bark. And I said to him, every day I drive up, I said, listen, I said, I got some for you. My dog's coming. Believe me, in a couple weeks. <laughs> but no, no, no. It's, it's very dog friendly. That's one thing about it. Um, we're going to go ahead and talk about number nine. It's a clean area. I tell you, they believe in recycling, y'all. Okay, Germany, we had recycling too. We had a little problem with recycling because we were used to the States. We were able to throw everything in the trash and get ready to go. We had to learn the techniques. Well, I didn't. My kids did because Chartez was in high school and middle school. We were in Germany. So they're the ones who did the garbage. I didn't touch garbage. That's for my kids to do. <laughs> but um, they did it. And we. And sometimes I do it, you know, all jokes aside. But um, we learned the recycling and, and we were on it. We were doing really good with it. Then we moved to the States for two years. You know, we got lazy again. We're able to throw all our trash in the bin. So those two years in the States really showed us, oh my goodness, we forgot how to recycle. I'm not going to say how, forgot how to recycle. They're a little more strict here. They literally have you to where when they come get the bottles those days, you got to take the labeling off the bottles and the top and make sure it's clean. When you're doing the trash, you cannot have box, you know, the boxes when you break down boxes, you have to break those down with paper, wrap it and tie it together. That needs to be outside of the box. And they're going to be very particular and they're going to look in the garbage and see what you have. I'm going to give you a prime example. I'm boiling. I hate to even talk about it, but I've been uh, two weeks. They have not taken my trash today. I was trying to run out there and catch them because I stayed home today specifically for that. And they didn't take it again. So I'm like, oh my goodness, y'all got to come get my trash because I was going to stop them today and find out, hey, what's wrong? Because I literally got up this morning and looked at some of my neighbors. We, Like I said, we stay on a hill and there's only one, two, three, I think four, five of us on this little hill. And I was looking at their trash, but I was trying to do it sneaky because I didn't want people thinking, who is this woman out here in my yard looking, you know, in, in my neighborhood? So I was trying to do it sneaky to make sure I had everything they had. And I thought I did. To my knowledge, I did. I was so upset. I tell you, I had called my husband and told him and he's like, they didn't take it again. I was like, no, you need to come home so you can go ahead and take this and do something with it because I am frustrated. <laughs> so I'm going to try it again. But one of my colleagues told me they sell at one of the stores here, local stores where they have it separated, the bin separated. You can put it in your house. So that makes it easier for people who are just starting. So I'm going to probably have to do that. And on top of that too, I'm going to meet them next week. I'm, I'm going to let you all know next time in my podcast what happened with that. But I'm going to make sure I'm sitting on that porch meeting them. Because I could have sworn this time I was good. But they're really, really, really picky. Picky, 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 picky about recycling. But um, also that goes to too, even in the stores, the restaurants, they have everything separated. Where you're, you sit up there and you have to make sure you decipher it in the right bin. The streets are clean. They're constantly clean in the streets. Yards. Like my yard, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to take a picture. I'll actually, actually give a view of my yard probably on my YouTube channel. It's so beautiful. I look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh. They really take time with their yards. When I say flowers everywhere, plants, they take their time. You see them outside in their yard. So, you know, that's going to be a task for me too. Do I, um, do I have a green thumb? No, I don't. Um, I stopped that years ago when Chartez was young. I thought I could do it. I tried to sing to my plan, all the stuff they told us to do. That was not working. So 
I'm going to, I'm going to try it, you know, but that, that will be a task for my family. We'll do it as a family. That'll be a family task, put it that way, <laughs> but it is very um, clean. And um, I know I talked about traffic earlier. Um, that's what I'm going to go on. And last but not least, number 10, the traffic here. Um, yeah, it can get busy, which is normal during five o'clock traffic when everybody's leaving the office or even in the morning when you're going to the office. But like I said earlier in the podcast, people are so polite here. And when I can't say it enough, you're never going to hear um, the horns. Beep, beep. You're not going to hear that. You, you won't. Because right there, that's like disrespectful. It's considered disrespectful here. You know, you never honk at anyone. Uh, people are just driving. It's just a quiet street. You see people driving. They're going to let you cut in front of them. If you cut in front of them, nobody's going to say anything. They cut in front of you. You shouldn't say anything, which not nine out of 10 times they usually don't. But, you know, sometimes people will just because they're trying to get over it. and they're used to it. They know that their counterparts that are driving um, are not going to say anything. You know, the roads are quiet. It could be so busy and it is busy in the evening. I stay in the city here in Okinawa, straight snap dab in the city. And the traffic is kind of crazy a little, but it's so quiet. You don't hear nothing, nothing. Whereas in the States, I'm used to, if you jump in front of somebody, road rage, somebody's going to curse you out. Or God forbid, I've seen people um, lose their lives. You know, people have followed them and and they've lost their lives, you know, which is crazy. But we've had a lot of things like that happen in the States. People really get upset on the street and people are rude on the roads. You're not going to see that here. So if you decide to go ahead and... um, rent a car, you're going to be good. We do drive on the opposite side of the road. I'm going to go ahead and forewarn you in regards to that. Um, that wasn't really too big. I mean, of course, I had dinner in a while. London, we used to go to London all the time because it was 45-minute flight from Germany because I had a lot of friends there, and that was like our second home. I would drive there at the beginning sometimes, and I had to stop. You know, my significant other then, he was telling me, listen, you need to stop. Look at all this transportation we got, public transportation, which is very sufficient in London. So we start doing public transportation. But if you can drive in London on the opposite side, you can drive here, believe me. But here is so calm. Even if you do drive on the opposite side, yeah, it'll be different because you're not used to it. But with them, like I said, with the traffic being so calm and people are so plight on the road, it'll make it so much easier for you. And like I always say, just follow the person in front of you. Always on the left. That's what I had to teach myself. Lefty, lefty. Instead of righty, it's always lefty. So that's what got me into knowing which way I got to go. Have I had any hiccups when I first got here? I did. <laughs> I did. And it was so funny. It was um, a small Japanese man. And he was telling me, go back. He was walking on the street. He's like, really nicely, wrong side, pushing his hand. I said, oh, geez, because I was thinking I'm in the States again. But this was at the beginning. I've gotten used to it. But um, yeah, you know, when you're used to driving on the opposite side, that's natural. But that's what we do now. And I think that's that's what I'm used to. And like I said, I'm going to Chartez's graduation in April. So that's going to be interesting. So I have to go back driving on the other side. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But I'm really spoiled when it comes around my kids. They do most of the driving. And I'm so glad because I I have driven them so much, you know, to football, cheerleading, basketball, all those different practices all these years. Now it's time for me to sit in the passenger seat or in the back. And they're supposed to drive me like driving Miss Daisy. (laughs) But um, 
yeah, those are, you know, the 10 things that I love about Japan. These are my, my views, you know. I, I know different people have different views, but this is from my experience. And like I said, you know, I've watched a lot of YouTube channels, listened to podcasts prior to moving here. And a lot of the people that gave me the information were right on point, you know. So I think a lot of things that I did say, and if you do decide to come here, you're going to see the same thing, you know. It's a wonderful place to visit, guys. When I say you, if you have family, so even a solo, you know, because I, like I told you earlier, my family's not here right now. You know, um, my husband's not here. He's out doing some, my kids are in college. So all my family will be back together in April. Praise God for that. But I've been home for my, by myself for the last month and a half. And at my home, like I said, when I say it's a big home, you know, I, I have no kind of fear being here in this home. I have no fear going out eating by myself in the community. So if you are a solo traveler, you're safe here. You know, you'd really actually enjoy it. Family, that's even better because there's a lot of things to do for family here. You know, couples, very, very romantic. We have so many different like local bars, eateries, you know, that you can go to as a couple. So many things you can do that you would enjoy. So it's something for everyone here in Japan. And like I say, they say 2024, this is the tour spot for the year 2024. And, and I can believe it. I can believe it. So I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, take care. And I will be talking to you on the next podcast about the things I like in Japan. I'm going to give it probably six more um, podcasts and I'll probably revisit this. Chartez and I together, he'll be home. We'll be had a little more um, traveling in when they get here. So we'll be able to go ahead and attest on that and and give you our views from six months. Because, you know, usually six months, that's half a year. We should kind of know, hey, okay, everything's still the same or my views have changed. So um, we'll give you a little insight in regards to that. And then I can go ahead and give you some more places that we visited that you can probably think about hot spots if you do decide to come. Well, you guys take care and I'll see you in our next episode. Bye-bye.